For all hard rock, heavy metal bands needing worldwide exposure at affordable prices, online metal promo PR is taking bands from the underground to above ground. Visit their official website at onlinemetalpromo.net. Onlinemetalpromo.net. What's up? Oh, I just saw boobies on the screen there. Okay. We need more boobies on this channel. <laughs> we do have five boobies on this channel. No, we have five boobs on this channel, not boobies. <laughs> Welcome to Rat Style Review. Today, our guest is Sean Peck from the bands. How many bands do we have now? Like a thousand? Time to go through the Wikipedia to figure it out. <laughs> ah. uh, Cage, Death Dealer. Uh, God, you got so many bands. The Three there. Tremors. Warrior, still around, so you got and one. another one, and another one, and, and I, I want to kind of get into that a little bit later. I know you can't give me too many details. Oh, Dennis Sherman as well, and uh, but uh, yeah, we'll get into that at some point. But uh, you're holding up the new Death Dealer EP, which yeah. uh, I heard the other day because we just had Ross the Boss on the show. Oh, okay, which is, which is coming up for our special uh, radio show uh, sometime next month. That was a very cool interview, and we talked a little bit about that. And uh, he was telling us you already have the next two Death Dealer albums already done. Dude, it's insane. Did you listen to the EP? Yes, I did listen to the EP. It's very, very good. I, I mean, um, Lou, did you listen to it? I got to listen to a little bit of it. I drove what I heard, definitely. So it's got like two fast tracks on it. I mean, I love how I wrote the song Blood for Gasoline, and now that's kind of like a narrative on what's going on right now. <laughs> seriously i i told ross i said i love the fact that it's named fuel injected suicide machine and first moment i heard that i said all right someone's a night rider fan from the original mad max film and that made me very happy yeah that was Stu's idea he's you know he showed me that clip where he's where the guy says it in the first mad max movie and then fear factory came out with a song called that we're like what the fuck but luckily their song sucked compared to oh. Compared to our version, because our our version kills killer video, and then we've got um, like I said, the blood for gasoline's another real speed. I love that's probably my favorite song on the thing, and then a good hard rocker called Freedom's Not a Crime, which a lot of the reviewers like. That's their favorite track. People are some people are raving about that one, and then uh, this mon- this uh, song I wrote about Genghis Khan called Invasion. Which has got those wow, like uh, Mongolian fucking whatever they are chanting and shit in it. So yeah. four killer tracks. Yeah, it's a very good EP, and also too, uh, I love the sound of the EP. The production's done very well compared, not compared to the older ones. The older ones sound great too, but I think this one sounds a little bit more, uh, a little bit more polished in a way too. I think. Cool. Uh, I love the way it sounds, and every every song on the EP is really really good. The drums are fucking thundering on this one. Yes, they are. Vocals are, are right on point too, and it's everything's awesome with this EP. I mean, I wasn't going to brag, but I mean, the, some of the singing on this is probably the brag away. Probably, it's okay. <laughs> there's probably only like four or five people that could sing these songs on Earth. Maybe it's what I'm thinking. <laughs> and two two of them are in a band called the Three Tremors with me. Uh, so yeah, the, the EP is awesome. I actually have to. Buy, I have all the EPs, all the Death Dealer stuff, but except I mean all the albums except for that one yet. But uh, I have to get to it. But I will. Uh, we just got the vinyl in. So like I said, we've got. I was showing you earlier. We have this. Yeah. The desert sand. Uh, and he's taking out the uh, for those who are listening at home or in your car. He's taking okay. out the inlet of the vinyl, which has the lyrics. And also pictures of the band members in um, Desperado type. Oh, I like that. Yeah, we can't hear anything you're saying. Your microphone is. 
the, the record's covering your voice, Sean. We can't oh. hear it in the microphone. But we, he did. Yeah. We couldn't get together for band photos. So we had to have an artist draw us in like Western outfits and shit. And uh, that's one way to get around, you know, compositing a shitty band photo. Like, yeah, we took each took a picture in the backyard and photoshopped it together to make it look like we're standing on a volcano. So we, <laughs> we bailed that. And then the other thing you get, people that are listening at home, is you get a 11 song, there's a CD that comes in the vinyl. And you get an 11 song CD sample with a brand new Cage song and all Snowy Shaw, all kinds of cool shit. And the vinyl that he actually uh, was holding up is a sand colored vinyl, which is really cool looking. But then we also did a variant artwork cover. Everybody does. It's the blue one, it's the red one, it's the pink one. Who gives a shit? But collector's item different artwork on the front and back only one in five were made so we're we took that from the comic book world and um that's pretty those sell really well and the other cool thing about this vinyl is you have to play it on at 45 rpms even though it's full size oh wow really cool i'm breaking some ground here guys you are and and i I love the ground you're breaking Uh, so yes, you, Wayne, you the vinyl collector, very good. Well, I'm not that big of a vinyl collector, I'm more of CDs, but uh, uh, the one thing that you are doing uh, that does bother me a little tiny bit, even though I do collect my stuff, is you're not releasing your stuff on Spotify. I mean, you release like a single here and there, but you won't release the albums. But what is the idea behind that? Spotify can burn in hell, that's the main idea. Mm-hmm. Um, you put a lot of money, time, and effort into making an album, and then the day it comes out, it's just free for everybody. Yeah. Call me. Am I crazy? A little bit, but on this, I am. I do agree with you on this. On this stuff. So you know, I, I'm a little David versus Goliath, and we took a stand. And the songs that we have music videos for, those go to Spotify. Mm-hmm. Also, the songs that are on video, people that are on our Steel Cartel email list. You know, about six or seven thousand. Not only do we let them see the video before it comes out, we give them a downloadable MP3 of the song right there. Right. It's going to be on YouTube. Why not? You know, and everyone's giving everything else. Let's give them a downloadable taste of the album. And you know, we give like the the Tremors album. We did three videos, three out of twelve songs. You're going to be able to figure out whether it's for you if you want to buy it or not. but giving it away for free, fuck, fuck all that. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I don't blame it because, uh, yeah, it, it's not, it's not all the time and the money that you put into making all this stuff. It's not worth it to get. Uh, I see some of the checks that you post on Facebook sometimes, and you know the stuff that you get up on uh, Spotify, the two cent, the two centers and the one centers and shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it don't make sense. Do you feel that I'm way like, about? Oh, I'm go sorry, Sean, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just, I was just, I was just going to ask. Do you feel that way about all? Uh, streaming uh, media platforms, uh, Apple Music or Bandcamp included? Yeah, I mean, it's, I get it. It's super convenient to be anywhere in the world and push a button and listen to any song ever in the world. You know, it's, but I always go like, why, why would I, you know, why am I buying this when I can just listen to it for free? I joke with all my friends like, oh, dude, the new stacks now. I'm like, I think I'll just go listen to it for free right now. Um. <laughs> Luckily, metalheads, you know, they want to collect it. They want to hold it. Stanley talked about, you know, why comic books are better in, in, uh, you know, in holding them. It's, it's comic books. It's like metal. It's like a nice pair of tits. It's better to hold it in your hands than look at it online. <laughs> and that is the greatest statement ever made in the history of Rat Saw Review, and none speaks yeah. more true than to this fan base. Yeah, I mean, so, um, you know, I stole that from Stan Lee, and I'm like, and that's why we go to, you You see all the, the bundle packages we put together at Steel Cartel Records. It's got, we got socks, fucking keychains, all kinds of tons of cool shit with a really killer value, too. It's not like it's priced through the fucking roof. That's why, you know, our, our people keep coming back and buying and buying the shit that we do, because, um uh, it's a good value and it's top-notch artwork. I'll put I'll put our packaging and our artwork up against any fucking band in the genre, you know. Yeah. And um, 
the fans have reacted and, and they support us. And every time I do, you know, the, the press cycle, all the press people are like, oh, that's cool. You don't give it to Spotify. Fuck yeah. You know, that everyone's down for it. And, and everyone likes to bitch about Spotify, but they never fucking do anything about it. I'm like, hey, there was a music industry before streaming services. It was fucking thriving. Right. And CD sales are up. Vinyl sales are up. CD player sales are up. So it's trending, you know, in the physical direction. But I get, you know, kids are just like, you know, fucking buy a record. What? Fuck you. Why? Right. Yeah. What about cassettes? Are you, are you big into the cassettes now too? Because that's coming back now. I haven't. I haven't made a cassette yet. I'm still debating. I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to do a cassette or not. <laughs> I couldn't agree with you more, though. I mean, like, I, I admit I was guilty. Well, I am still guilty. Uh, I do have an Apple Music uh, subscription. Um, I have a wife who's a uh, a music teacher, so it, it helps her with playing the uh, songs for the kids. But especially since in the last couple of years, when there's been a multitude of CDs that I can't find on any streaming services, I've gone hardcore back into uh, buying physical media. And if there's one thing I noticed, the quality of physical media far surpasses anything that you get on streaming. And, you know, and and I would think that anybody who is a music lover um, doesn't just want the quick, compressed, wavy sound of an MP3 to listen to. You know, I mean, I'm not saying you have to listen to CDs in your car, but I'm just saying that the, the quality of the sound from a CD is just better or vinyl. The CD, I mean, you know, Eddie Trunk talks about this every other day. Like, you know, CDs sound the best. They never fucking scratch, you know, unless you're doing something crazy. And um, they're not huge to lug around. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, I've taken a stand. And, you know, I have a YouTube premium subscription so I can listen to any fucking song I want for free and have a a library and shit. And, uh, like when this whole Joe Rogan thing went down with Spotify, um, you know, I was I I didn't agree with them trying to cancel culture Joe Rogan, but I was like, hey, any reason for people to try and fucking leave Spotify, you know, to 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 send the fear of fucking God into them? They the whole de- it was a deal with the devil, you know. They made a they made a deal and gave the record label stock in exchange for this crazy low fucking royalty rate. And none of the fans got to share in that stock value. And now the Spotify stock is worth billions to these companies. So what do they give a fuck about the 0.004 cents per stream that they gave? So, you know, it was a fuck from the start. But, um, you know, I could go on. I could go on and on about this for forever. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Because it, it affects you. So it's. I totally understand. It, it sucks. But. I, I like what you're doing, and you know I, I love the physical media. So just you know, I, I, now how have your sales been since you've been doing that? I've obviously it's probably been better, maybe. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the Tremors album sold great. This Death Dealer EP is doing good. You know, everyone comes back. The same names are on there, and then then we get you know new names and stuff. This supply chain shit has been a nightmare. They're trying to get vinyls made. I mean, you got to you have to order them like a year in advance. Right. You know. Um, I'm still waiting to get the three tremors vinyls out and it's fucking taking forever. We had to switch companies and we had this Canadian company making shit. And the, I hope, I, I hope Canada falls into the fucking ocean. They're, they're, they're so, yeah, everybody lives. You can put that on fucking blabbermouth. They're so fucking this, this plant, this manufacturing plant. They're like huge there. It's been nothing but problems with them. The, shipping costs from canada you know we can't tour can if you have a dui you can't fucking tour canada because of their precious fucking country you know god forbid someone who had a dui 20 years ago get into the country, all kinds of shit like that so um between you know me having the, this pro- production problems with canada and not being able to tour there for have any criminal record uh I don't know how we got off on this Canada tangent. <laughs> well, fuck Canada. They were just put, talking about the supply, supply chain. Category. <laughs> uh, Stan E is in the chat. He says uh, you need a co- collaboration with Roy Z again. 
That's so funny you say that because we, I, I'm not supposed to say anything, but we, we did a song, you know, I'm, I'm really good friends with Roy. We had a, we had a fantasy football uh, league called the Metal Freaks. It's Chris Caffrey, Z, Ron Keel, Bill Matoyer, Juan Garcia from Body Count. It was a bunch of big names. And uh, I lost to Bill Matoyer in the championship. I was fucking pissed. <laughs> um, but yeah, me and Z talk all the time. And um, I, I did that when I did that last show with Warrior, he was there. And, you know, we talked about doing some shit and he threw me some songs. And, you know, he's he's busy doing the um, the Bruce Dickinson shit right now. Oh, is that starting up again? I didn't even know he was doing it. Yeah, they have, it's going to be like a double album. They have a ton of shit, actually. Oh, really that's cool that's cool no? you want me to break some other news for you you want me to sure, fucking unleash some secrets or what do you want yeah. what do you need here yeah you get ratings <laughs> we need ratings well, we, we need, need more ratings. of the girl on the front cover of the uh, new death dealer ep <laughs> you should have seen my comic book streams that i was doing i had these hot cosplay chicks selling comics for me on the whatnot app and someone complained that it was too racy so i had to pull them down man <laughs> follow me on instagram hell destroy your comics i'm fucking heavy into that shit, bro. i will follow you uh any news i mean do you want to talk about the new band that project that you have going on i mean i, can't, I, know I can't really talk about it all there's a new band it's you know it's related to the whole denner sherman thing with a bunch of uh names people will recognize and we've recorded four songs and they're it's fucking scary how good they are. Yeah. The one guitar player that I'm working with who was in that world, he played one of the songs and his wife was, he's been around, this, you know, that scene forever. And his wife looked at him and goes, is this for real? <laughs> that was her reaction to the song. Is this for real? Wow. That'll let you know. Yeah. What's so, coming to the pipe. Is the lineup complete now? Is this the lineup that you're going to? I don't is who knows. We're just we're just recording songs right now. We'll see how it comes out the fucking other side, but yeah. it'll be good. Um, but you were talking let's talk go back to the Death Dealer on the yeah, the fourth. So this is the EP. We did three full-length albums, War Master, Hollow Ground, Conquered Lands. Yeah. Put out the EP and the fifth the fifth the fourth full-length album, completely done. Wow. Um I don't ever say this, but you know, and Stu totally agree. It's got to be the best one. It's it's uh, the fucking songs are so good on the thing. Mm. Uh, and then the fifth out. I mean, I just recorded another three Death Dealer songs like two weeks ago for the fuck of it. <laughs> Stu just keeps sending me stuff. I'm like, oh, I got nothing to do, and I start singing. And I'm like, dude, we have so many. <laughs> so like the last band I need songs for is fucking Death Dealer. We've got like a hundred fucking song <laughs> so the fifth album has like 20 songs you know some of them are up to par especially you know after this new one that we got coming out we already have the cover artwork done for the fourth album like we're like when do we put it out like we're, we're on this ep and we wait another year what we, we got yeah, right, it right. yeah. so um there's death dealer as far as the fucking eye can see when we'll play together live is anyone's fucking best right uh what about cage what's going on with cage Cage is pr we're pretty deep in a new album. You know, we we have enough songs to put an album out, but I kind of want to write four or five more. You know, real fucking rippers. Mm. Um, there's a new on that in that EP. There's a new one called Mosh Pit in Hell. Mm. Uh, on that on that um, sampler disc, mm. so people will get a people get a little sample of a little new piece of Cage. Yeah, people are always like, "When's the new Cage? When's the new Cage?" Well, like. The three Tremors albums were kind of Cage albums because Cage wrote those, you know. Right, right. Um, and we still have, you know, we still have the the full that last three Tremors album. You know, we have all the track, all the songs recorded by each individual guy. I don't know that we'll put the solo versions out, but the the solo versions are really fucking good from that record. Yeah, yeah. I, I listened to that album today. Uh, I, I think. This this the new Three Tremors album, um, and I don't I don't mean it in a bad way. It, this I wish you would have started with this one first. I, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the first one was good, but it was a lot to take in, right? You, you, yeah, people. 
that's that the first three tremors album made me realize just how many pussies are left in heavy metal i was like what the fuck is wrong with people (laughs) i want what like i said there were some cool songs on there and i did enjoy it but this one is a little bit easier i think for people that maybe not not really into like you know like that first album is i think a lot of people get into this the second album easier yeah the reviews were awesome on the second album. the reviews on the first album half of them were like two out of ten this is the biggest piece of shit i mean some youtube dude did like a 30 minute fucking going off on how bad the fucking record was but the cool thing about i mean i think we talked about this before when we the first three tremors record you know we had to delay it because the label was all fucked up and then i ended up putting it out myself but we already had this european tour booked and so before the album came out, there's only like one song out. We did this whole 17 shows of us playing that album, 12 tracks live, every song. Mm. And the crowds went fucking bananas for those songs. Right. So by the time I read some little fucking bitch boys fucking review on it, I'm like, that's funny, Mr. Fucking Keyboard Guy. I just played 17 shows all over Europe and the people went fucking apeshit for these songs they never even heard before. So those bad reviews like didn't sting as hard because I could, you know, I had I had justification just to tell them to fuck off because I just rocked the fuck out of I mean, we people were coming up after those shows going, May I speak with you for a moment? I have been to over 1,000 heavy metal shows, and this is in my top three of all time. And I'm like, them not even knowing the fucking song. So I'm like, um, I like the first one better than the second one myself. But that's because I just like fast speed. Right. You know, Stu Marshall from Death Dealer explains, he goes, he goes, mate, what what the problem was with the first album is you put a nuclear fucking warhead in people's ears. Yeah. <laughs> and mate, they weren't ready for it. And I'm like, right. yeah, I guess, you know, the, the reviewers sure. But it, but we sold a shit ton. We sold, I think, almost 9,000 records of that first one. That's a lot. Right. That's no that's no small feat nowadays. Absolutely yeah. not. So um, the first, yeah, the first it, one sure. did really good. And Harry together. I mean, people wanted to hear that. So, you know, it's cool. it was really awesome to hear you all together. And, and now you have the new one. The production, I think, is, is way better, too. The, yeah, that's Dave. You know, Dave. The production kills on that one. Yeah, Those drums sound like a helicopter flying over your fucking house, dude. That right. that I love the production. Yeah. Now, did you and uh, did you and the and the um, Ripper and Harry get together more on this album to kind of work things out a little bit better than the other one, or no? Not really, but we were just kind of we knew what to do this time. Because mm. when first when Harry first started, Harry was just like improvising on every track, like dude. We're now, you know, we all have to sing together. So try and keep it on the fucking rails. Right. But the 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 trick was, you know, um, was picking out which parts to put in because you can't listen to it in advance. Right. Right. You can only imagine in your head, like if he goes here and then I go here. So um, piecing it together was it's kind of like a miracle. Like we piece it together, we're like, fuck yeah, that works. There wasn't a whole lot of changing that we had to do and that was i did i did most of that i edited the vocals up and mm. they made it sound great but um yeah those are two really good records yeah i think so too and you did a very good job with the the layering and the mixing of you know how the vocals are laid in i think everything fits very well and seems very well uh a little bit more organized on, on this album and just... well i mean the, the songs were more mid-tempo too right yeah yeah so it wasn't a fucking speed metal yeah. scream fest on this one as much did you want to add some more faster songs on this one, or? Yeah, I did. I totally did. <laughs> and what happened? How come you didn't? I was worried it was going to be a little too mellow, but you know, we just kept. We didn't have any. You know, we just keep writing songs and making them good, and then we're like, "Oh, we got 12. All right, fuck it, let's run with it." You know? Yeah. Well, I, I think it's cool. It's a really good album, and and I think people will enjoy it. And if they didn't like the first one, definitely give the second one a try because uh, I, I think a lot of people will get more into it. Blue, thank you, you very you much yeah like i said that production too is just, it's awesome and, and the drums like you mentioned it's awesome the guitars sound great too all the vocals are awesome very well uh, main question i had was when, when we talked with ross um uh, the way he explained how it all went down uh i believe it was uh you sean that basically told ross you're gonna join my band and ross was like okay and the material was already uh written 
So, you know, he had already, he, he was, it was, his task was just to play on it. Any chance to get Ross probably more involved in the songwriting process for Death Dealer? Um, yeah, it's just, you know, Stu is just a freaking machine. There's it's just rips after rips after rips. Um, you know, on Hollow Ground, Ross wrote a bunch of cool ones on the second album. Um, and then he wrote, I thought he wrote, uh, no, maybe on the first one he did. We didn't, you know, the whole putting the Death Dealer band together was was me and Stu being drunk on Skype one night, like, oh, mate, we got to make a band called Death Dealer. I'm like, dude, there's no, that fucking, that, that name's taken. There's no way. He's like, no, mate, there's one band. They're not doing shit. And I'm like, all right, well, who could we get in our fantasy football band? They're like, uh, KK Downing. Like, we'll never get KK Downing. Well, what about Ross the Boss? I'm like, what? I talked to Ross online. I'll, I, you know, I wasn't really a big Ross fan because I wasn't a Manowar fan, but Stu was a Ross fanatic. And then, um, well, what drummer would be cool? Oh, Rhino from Man of War. He's available. I'm like, okay. And then drum. Um, then we got like, what bass player would anyone even give a shit about? We were trying to make an all-star band, you know, like who would, no one gives a fuck about the bass player. Like, yeah. and then we go, wait, fucking Halford's, Halford's bass player. Cause Stu just kind of hung with him and Roy Z when Stu was out here partying, I hooked him up and, uh, basically within 20 minutes of me fucking messaging and calling people they're like yeah we're in and we're like we're drunk like dude we got it we have a band <laughs> called Death Dealer. and uh then like you know we did five shows on the west coast in mexico and then the next thing we did was an arena tour like we went straight to the arenas it was insane <laughs> 10 arena shows all over europe with just thousands of people just like and you know they didn't they had no clue what death dealer was and but yet the songs were so good and we just we had a really cool vibe on stage and they just went ape shit you know um and so there was you know it took off like a rocket ship and we just kept making records but it's just hard logistically with everything that everyone's got going on to get get everyone together you know ross is super busy now and Stu's in australia and i've got 10 fucking bands and um but it's great, you know, it's great material, man. The songs are fucking awesome. Any preference for you in particular, whether it's like the intimate setting of the clubs or the bigger arenas? Like, do you have a preference? Well, one of one of the stories of the, you know, when we did the arena tours opening for a thing called the Metal All-Stars, and it was like Zach Wild, Joey Belladonna, Udo, Max Cavalera. Um, who am I forgetting? uh bunch of fucking people shadows fall dudes and all kinds like 30 people and um we we went to istanbul to play and then something happened to the show so like the whole crew is in istanbul and you know where they're like well we're here you know five days until the next show and so i had a, a metalhead friend there and i go dude can you fucking hook us up with some little club show death dealer will go out and we'll play some little club so we so he's like yeah so we hook up this club show and then like all the dudes from metal also is like hey dude we'll come down and fucking sit in and then like it and that became holy fuck let's move this to this bigger club it's on top of this like 30 story building like top floor and um we did two nights at this probably i don't know 400 500 capacity room you know and and those do those big stars they loved that fucking show more than the big arenas that we did. You know? That show was fucking had it was going on. We had two nights in a row, and those those shows went off. So sometimes the you know the smaller, I played Vakin, and I don't even that's not even in my top ten all time shows ever. So oh, really? sometimes the smaller ones are better. Yeah. Very cool. What's that? I said the sounds probably better in the small arena too, right? Usually, yeah, usually. But you know, they spend so much time on sound checks on the big ones. You know, they're all fucking day dialing it in. I hate sound checks. Spotify sound checks in Canada. <laughs> the strong pick checklist of uh, hatred. Um, well, at least you don't have the issues going internationally like you would into Canada. I mean, at least that that, that there's, there's a benefit to that. 
You know, it's funny when you play Israel, you know, getting out of Israel is a fucking hassle. It's like anyone can come in. They don't give a fuck. They don't screen nothing. Getting out is like interrogation. You should see what they do. It's like, where did you play last night? They take you aside and try and get different stories from your group. I'm like, here's the pictures of me on fucking stage, bitch. It's like 19 year old chick. It's like, I'm like, I'm a U.S. citizen. What are you fucking grinding me on? Like, I was, I was two times, man. I don't know. It's the look. Maybe I look like a freaking. I kind of look like a. I could be a terrorist. I think. So. No, no, you're fine. <laughs> I can't blame her too much. But it was just like I'm leaving. I'm not like if I did anything wrong, it's already been done. Like, I'm on the plane out. Uh, anyway, people's throats, and, you know, in the bathroom over there. I'm done. I'm leaving now. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, um, not too long ago, we just actually last week we had uh, Timeless Haunted on the show, and, and you did a show with them. How did that go? Oh, it was great, man. Um, Joel, oh, I shouldn't say his name. Who? The I, singer. I don't know who that is. Yeah, the singer. <laughs> good friend of mine. Did, we did he party? say something? I didn't hear him. Dude, the uh, after party was devastating. I was destroyed the next day. I heard you got to stay at Unknown's house. Huh? Yeah, we. Dude, we it was debauchery from hell after it was a full on rock and roll after party. But we got up and I sang uh, Nightcrawler with them. It was sick, right? And you know they did that killer version of it. That video and everything was awesome. And so I got up and you know every I I'm the guy that like hey come up and sing blah 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 with me even if I don't know it I'm like I I go for it you know right. everybody else like oh no you know I don't want to know I'm not like fuck that I I always. I'm the fucking idiot that gets up there and always does it. But um, Nightcrawler was sweet. And, and uh, yeah, that was a fun one. Yeah, I was watching some of it on uh, Facebook. They had somebody was broadcasting it. It looked like a good show. Um, Stan E., can't believe Sean wasn't asked to be the new singer for Skid Row. Were you asking? Yeah, that? that's what I was laughing at, right? <laughs> I, I would crush that fucking new dude. That guy, he can't do what I can do. Who was the new guy? Is that the guy from Dragon Force? No, no he out. replaced the guy from Dragon he's Force. Holy shit, they replaced him. That's nice. The guy from Heat, uh, no. and uh, some new this other power metal band. They really now he's uh, a really good. Eric Gronwall is his name. He uh he was on the Amer the the he was on the NBC special of uh, Jesus Christ Jesus Christ Superstar a couple of years ago. Which I'm sorry, that thing sucked. John John Legend should have never played Jesus, but I digress. <laughs> Um, no, he's really good. He's one of those YouTube guys that like sings everything on YouTube. But I, that's another four. This is my four fucking hates. The ones where they, they act like they're in front of a microphone and they're like singing and they act like they're really singing it. You know, all those videos of the collaborations and the fucking, because I've done a couple of those like, no, dude, we want you to be in the studio on the mic. And I'm like, that's, I'm lips. That's, I'm not going to pretend like I'm really recording this fucking right now. Like, that's right. stupid. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He must love our videos then, Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> but we're doing like, it to have fun. We're not doing it for any other reasons. Like, oh, look, I sang it perfectly. Isn't that a fucking crazy how that video is? Like, I, I never, I didn't even miss a fucking note. So, yeah, that's one of those guys that, you know, he sounds great on the songs, but they, they always have the, the screen covering the mouth just a little bit so that, you know, you can... Yeah, cover the fucking lip sync yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's four that's four see if we can get five before the show ends uh don't make don't make me say chicks belong backstage not on stage <laughs> is that five <laughs> that one will get me that'll get me cancel cultured right there yeah you're already canceled uh what what's whatever happened you posted a picture of a uh, an action figure of yourself whatever happened with that is that ever gonna happen <laughs> That was awesome, isn't it? It was. <laughs> My buddy just put that together. It was fucking amazing. I was just talking to him the other day. We got we got close to like going for it, but it's pretty. It's a you know I have so many irons in the fire that I'm like I, you know that's a full time commitment to make that thing work. So you gotta get a 3D printer to get that happen. Get that to happen. Yeah, it takes a. It's I we we did a lot of research and talked to manufacturers and just like fuck yeah. we didn't know it was like this yeah but um we wanted to make the metal freaking hero we had a we had a we had all these ideas that there's going to be a couple chicks and there was going to be um 
a play set and um, uh, all Snowy Shaw. You know, we talked to Chuck Billy, like, dude, we're going to make an action figure out of you holding a machine gun and fucking battle axe and shit. He was down. So, but we never, we never got it off the ground. Uh, Dennis Sherman, I'm assuming that's all done and over with, right? Well, it's, you know, because of Hank. I mean, I didn't I tell you that whole story? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know if anything changed since then, because that was like two years ago. All that's changed is me making the... Did I send you the last King Diamond video I made with the sticky notes? Uh, I don't... Oh, dude. Uh, so, you know, my friend who's... I'm working with begged me not to po- make it public. Right. You saw the video of the two action figures fighting, my action yeah. figure and King Diamond's action figure. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you saw that post that King Diamond did with the sticky notes, like I'm working on the new album and here's some ideas. We're gonna write two words on one piece of paper <laughs> and we're gonna put these other words on the other piece of paper in this file here. Oh, and it's got a, it's got a one single light bulb on the floor. Um, <laughs> I did was, uh, his wife's to-do list. It wasn't the uh, lyrics, dude. <laughs> I have I made the funniest mock video of that. I have to, and like all my friends, you know, like dude, send it to me. You gotta message me, and I'll send it to you. It's funny as fuck. And then I put together, and at the end, I make a song, yeah, of the fucking little different words and senses. And I shit you not, the song that I made is better than any song he's done in the last fucking four albums. Like, <laughs> I sing it. I can't wait to hear it. <laughs> How much does he but, hate? But I was I was begged not to fucking put that. On the <laughs> but half my friends were like, dude, you gotta put it out. Like people were like, you fucking got it. Yeah. <laughs> at some point, maybe. Uh, how much does King Diamond hate you at this point? I guess he hated me back when I was in Dennis Sherman because I, when, um, you know, we were had all that going, and Hank was like, I have. It's like I have a, I have a phone call with King King today. We are going to see what he has to fucking say about things. And then like, I messaged Hank like two hours after the call was supposed to start. He's like, messaged me back. I'm still on the phone with him. I'm like fucking hey, two hours later, holy fuck. And then I talked to Hank, and he's like, King has some not so nice things to say about you. And I'm like, what the fuck did I do? What the fuck? And then after all these videos I'm making, I'm sure he fucking put a curse on me or something. I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> is this is that your long most heated battle you have between any musician? I mean, I know you had some props with uh, some other people, but is King Diamond like the the most? I mean, it's you know he doesn't hit me back and go fuck you, you know, or anything. I, he probably. You know, Hank says that he reads everything. He reads every comment. He's just like every article, every thread. So he must have seen some of this shit. I don't know. I mean, I'm just, you know, they betrayed Michael Denner in a real fucking bitch way. And I think it sucks. Hmm. And um, so I got no, I have no respect for him. Still love all the Killer King Diamond albums but um and still a fan but it's you know it's not so much um what king did it's how hank handled it, it was just despicable right yeah especially being like the fucking should be you know fucking it's like fucking your best friend's wife type shit right yeah yeah and not getting laid but just fucking them right yeah, anyways <laughs> without the fun part of it yeah. so any shows coming up with any any of the bands i mean what's going on with that stuff because i know it's kind of iffy with concerts and stuff now we're supposed to go to europe and play a festival or two but i don't know if that's going to happen um some things some irons in the fire um i'm kind of just like laying low right now i'm recording and just kind of seeing what happens i mean i'm talking to people that are going on tour in europe and they're tripping out on all this russia shit and the and the fuel costs and shit so you know we were smart we did that u.s tour like right when things broke open before omicron it's perfect timing everyone fucking attendance was great no fucking rules um but everything i i that i'm usually smart with everything i do aren't i i'm usually ahead of the game i'm usually yeah pretty much i just want to have you on the show because it makes our show look smart 
It does. It brings the intelligence level up. Yeah. <laughs> um, everybody unsubscribe. Yeah. So I don't. So I don't know, man. Um, we'll see how it goes. But um, what else was I going to tell you? Oh, the Metal Daily News. We still got that. Oh yeah, how's that going? I haven't seen that lately. I don't know if it, it just doesn't. I do it like once a month. They call it the Metal yeah. Daily News. It comes out once a month. Yeah. <laughs> what was your latest thing? Because I haven't seen it. Lou, have you seen my Metal Daily News videos? I've seen. Uh, no, I, I, uh, I apologize. I don't think I'm actually uh, subscribed to your Facebook page, but I'll change that after uh, we go off the air. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, the uh, Steel Cartel. I, um, I just do. It's kind of like Weekend Update Saturday Night Live, where I kind of make more enemies and make fun of people in the metal. Dave Ellison. Listen, if, if musicians can't laugh at themselves, well, what can they laugh at? I mean, come on. People Dave need to remember Ellison how to have fun. Me fucking weeks of material like you know dave ellison has always been dave mustaine's right hand man like that kind of oh know. dear lord we were rolling with those jokes <laughs> he's giving a lot of people good material we we, uh, we had our fun with that <laughs> he sh- i still say he should have joined steel panther it would have been fucking perfect yeah right <laughs> <laughs> that was the that was the fucking move right there yeah he missed out on an opportunity but um that's just kind of a fun thing I do um, to make myself laugh mostly, but um, then I get to do my impersonations of my Gene Simmons, my David Coverdale, my King Diamond. I get to do all my voices and shit. I'm looking forward to hearing the David Coverdale one. I mean, I love Whitesnake, but you know, uh, you can't deny that he has a very thick Yorkshire accent, darling. Yeah, where he goes, like, oh, Eddie. I- <laughs> Uh, the new singer who's playing keyboards is simply fabulous, like that kind of talk. I mean, that's not a, that's not exactly on point, but I usually listen to him a little bit and then do the the piece. But I can't. Yeah, no, you're, by, in all fairness, you're being put on the spot right now, so that's not fair to you. My Snowy Shaw's bit, you know, tight. My Hank Sherman spot on. Um, you know, I'm I'm just building the repertoire, man. Once I get out of this, I'm going to do stand up comedy. And, once I hang the metal, once I hang the leather up, I'm gonna do stand up. I, I think that would work. I think you're you're very funny. You're a funny guy. I'll be like, I used to be a metal singer. I can tell prison stories, like all all kinds of good shit. <laughs> My That's pr- funny because prison stories can go on for fucking. I can go hours <laughs> with that shit. Because Steve Hughes, the Australian comedian, you know, he was a metal musician. Then he went into comedy. Now he's back into playing metal again. So. Looking forward to what he's got. Well, I mean, just think I can lay out some fucking streams and shit and people come and people are like, what the fuck? I'll be <laughs> just screaming. I wanted to be, my first thing, you know, the, the guy like, you might be a redneck. Right. I was going to be, oh, I was going to be, I was going to be the too soon guy where everyone just yelled too soon after I told a joke, you know, <laughs> kind of like, you know, like the, um, the uh, Newtown, Connecticut shootings. I'm like, well, at least they finally found a uh, economic way to reduce class sizes. <laughs> and the whole crowd goes, too soon. <laughs> oh, we just got banned on YouTube. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. And while we're at it, uh, any, any, uh, Anything? What? How you feel about this transgender uh, swimming thing going on, dude? <laughs> why are we going on hot we're topics? Here. We're not the view. While we're here, <laughs> let's end the show on a, on a good note. Hey, man. You know they they uh, said, you know, what do you think about people? Com- they asked, they interviewed the swimmer. What do you think about people complaining that you're not really a man? It's like you know, all those people—they're just jealous. They can suck my dick. <laughs> Ended on a high note. <laughs> and that is Sean Peck from the bands Cage, Death Dealer, uh, Warrior, uh, Three Tremors, Dennis Sherman, and the new Secret Project coming out soon, hopefully very soon. Any idea? I'll be might appearing be? live at the freaking Giggle Lounge on Thursday night now. <laughs> Any idea when this, this new project might be, or new band might be coming out? Or maybe next year, I guess the way it's going. Yeah, I mean, I was hoping it would, you know, go a little faster, but like I said, what we got is really good. So I'm, you know, I was all antsy about it. Now I'm just like, hey, is it, let's let it fucking come as it comes. But 
there's plenty of death dealer there's cage I've, I've done some guest stuff that's coming up oh by the way did you did we talk about the cover songs that i did that the people that pre-ordered the death dealer ep got two free cover songs they got unchained the night by docking and rainbow in the dark Oh really? Oh cool. Did you hear those? I'm on the list too, so mm-hmm. I didn't even I didn't even realize it. Well you didn't fucking order it. That's why you didn't get it, dude. I know, I know. I will I will get it. Send me like, a message and I'll send you a link because my my unchained the night by docking is fucking gold. Yeah. Yeah. Well one day we want to get you on one of our covers. I just gotta we just gotta figure something out. And then we just recorded a Love Machine by Wasp too. Oh very cool. Are you gonna go see them when they uh, come on tour? If uh, maybe. I'm a little afraid on how the perform. I want to see how those performances. Yeah, me too. That was one of my favorite Cage shows. Was playing what was opening for Wasp. But real quick, I'll give you a little story. Like we're, it was just us and Wasp. You know, big venue in San Diego, and I was locked out of my closet with all my gear, my clothes and shit. And I just got home from work, suit and tie, mm. and I was like, and I was totally late. Like I'm on stage in like 40 minutes. Like so. Luckily, I had a black pair of jeans in my car. I screamed down there, literally like they're they're on stage ready to play. I buy a wasp shirt at the merch booth and a wasp hat, threw it on and ran up there as they're doing the intro. It's one of the best cage shows we ever did. The place went fucking Wow, that's pretty cool. Fond memories. Just once. Stan E. Sean doesn't have a weak ass falsetto like King Diamond. Is uh, whales summon hot chicks with huge tits? Someone that knows their Hell Destroyer stuff. Yeah. Thank you very much. Danny knows his shit. Well, you know uh, that's that's what Hank. You know, Hank said he's like, I n- I never really liked King's voice. I like I want a real singer in the band. <laughs> that's what he told me. Really? Oh, that's interesting. All right, guys. Just gave us our blabbermouth exclusive uh, story there. Thank you very much, Sean. Hank for Sherman never liked King's voice ever. <laughs> he sounds like a little girl. But even though I wore leg warmers in the fit in the photos, it was King <laughs> that was like the woman. <laughs> Where can people go to buy the new Three Tremors and the Death Dealer and everything else? Uh, steelcartel.com, steelcartel.com. That's got all the links to all the sites. The three tremors.com, deathdealermetal.com, cageheavymetal.com. Just look me up, man. I'll hook PM me and we'll make a deal. We're by the by the by the other one too. Suicide, yes, can't hear you. Thanks, guys. All right, thank you very Pleasure, much. Sean, thank you. Ratsalerview.com. We'll be back next week with another interview with somebody. I don't know who it is yet, but we'll see you then. Not going to be as good as me, though. That's no, probably that's not. Good. That's no. a fucking done deal. Yep. Love you. Uh, Cheers. Yes, thank you very much. Night, everybody. All right, see you. Musicislifepodcast.com. Anything else? That's what right. What's your new show? What I got? Let's see. I got uh, Ivan Huska, aka Princess Ivan of Hollywood Apocalypse, as my next guest. That's being edited as we speak. After that, I have a talented, uh, lovely singer from Rochester by the name of Alex A L Y X X. Um, I heard her cover of a Yellow Card song, only one, and I was like, my God, she made it like a metal song. And uh, no, I really dig her. And I've listened to some of her other stuff. She's great. So I'm looking forward to interviewing her next week. Um, and let's see, had the most recent episodes with uh, Baron Mizraka from Carnivore AD come out. Uh, thank you for the positive response of those. The, the, the last episode that we did was an episode I called In Defense of Peter Steele, where, you know, the... Uh, Apparently, there's still people out there that are mad about the lyrics that Pete Steele wrote in Carnivore and Typo Negative. And all I have to say is fucking get over it, okay? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, let's see uh, what else. I had uh, the great Frank Ferrante. James and I interviewed him. He's doing a one-man Groucho show that's going to be on public television in the coming month. Yes, we Ratsai Review now has legitimacy because we had a public television actor on uh, on our on our uh, airwaves so that's uh, that was pretty cool and i'm on the newest episode of just a cheese please where tara and adam and i discussed the toxic avenger so that was fun and i'm actually editing that and making a video out of it too 
Oh, cool. That'd be the first video with them on it. That's cool. Well, no, they're not going to be on the video, but, you know, I'll have clips from, like, you know, the, the film and uh, photos and stuff like that. You know, sort of what I did with the Joker episode with uh, us and Papa Don. Oh, okay. All right, cool. What, what, what's with the video? Why don't they just do video? What are you afraid? I don't know. I think they're just happy being audio only. Oh. People already know what they look like. They were on the Motorama Watch this. Uh, Darker than Black. Yeah, how many people yeah. did watch that episode of Motorama? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but yes, Darker than Black is on vinyl stand. So uh, now that you're starting your record collection, you can pick that up too. Hopefully it's still available. Um, that's it. Very cool. So uh, stay tuned. Uh, some big news coming up about some kind of radio thing going on with us, and um, I'll let you know more about that. And ratsalreview.com. Find us on Spotify, iTunes. Hit subscribe here on YouTube, and we will see you next week. Smash that like button and demone. Smash it. Smash it good. Looking for some new podcasts to listen to? Well, look no further than the Ratsaw Review Network. Ratsaw Review is taking over the podcast world with plenty of shows to choose from within their network of entertaining programming, including the flagship show Ratsaw Review with Wayne Noon, Greg Nogle, and Lou Mavs, as well as occasional co-hosts Manny Mejias and James Lilquist. We also have the official Ratsaw Review spinoffs, such as Album vs. Album, Screams from the Grave, where we discuss beloved yet forgotten hard rock and metal albums of the past, and a King Diamond podcast called This Broadcast Belongs to Them. We've also got Old Man Metal's Musings, The Right Opinion with Harrison Bergeron, Beyond Bushido, a podcast dedicated to pro wrestling and MMA with James Elquist and Eric Adams. No relation to the guy from Manowar or the mayor of New York City. The Vera Vault with Ralph Vieira. Schmackle a god! to you too, Ralph. The Timo Tolki podcast featuring Stradivarius and Avalon founding member Timo Tolki. The BS Sessions with Mark and Jerry. Just a cheese, please. A podcast dedicated to cheesy films of the 1980s with Tara J and Adam. The Friday Night Party with the great Harry Barnett and Evie. And the Music is Live podcast with Lou Mavs. The Ratsaw Review Network is your go-to one-stop shop for the best podcasts out there today. Go to RatsawReview.com for more info. And to find out where you can find, follow, subscribe, and comment on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, and all streaming platforms. The Ratsaw Review Network. We're, We're taking over. over. Grrrr.